Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know, we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And uh, keeping tabs on everything and everybody. We try to. We so are. And it is it is so gloomy outside when we're recording this. It is perfect true crime weather, I feel, because it's just like so dark and rainy. And I feel like there's a ghost in the distance. I am expect. Yeah, I feel it's one of those ones where like the detective just longingly looks outside like, hmm. Yes. How are we going to catch them? And it just like pans out to like the English countryside. Yes, precisely. (laughs) (laughs) It's really what I'm feeling. And I mean, I'm looking in all of my neighbor's apartment windows right now. So I'm on the hunt. I'll I'll make sure nothing's going on. (laughs) Yeah, we'll turn into like woman in the window. I'll get my red wine. Yes. Oh, my God. No, truly. That that was a fun show. And I mean, honestly, with the sirens coming behind you, I feel maybe we, maybe there is, maybe we are detectives looking at the window. It's so funny because I feel like you'll be able to hear what are the not loud ones and the loud ones sometimes are fine. Like, I don't know how it works. I know. I feel like you moved very close to just be all um, hands on with everything like siren related. I'm ready. <laughs> Should I become an EMT? Like, I'll just... <laughs> Like trapeze out the window, not trapeze, repel out my window, (laughs) be on the scene. No, exactly. Um, But I mean, I feel a lot of celebrities lately are wanting to trapeze away from, I guess, no, they've been trapezing away from their publicists. And into drama. That is so true. Into drama. No, we're not talking about little Miss Drew Barrymore because she has course corrected after a few um, social media uh, talkings. We love it. We love it. And actually, I think as I was, I was covering it yesterday and I think like early this morning or late last night, another show had decided they were not, because the talk is like, okay, just kidding. We're not going to do this. And then I think Jennifer Hudson's show. Jennifer Hudson paused as well. Is Uh, like, just kidding. I don't want to get bullied by the internet. (laughs) I think it was one of those things like Drew... Your premiere date, I guess, was just a week or and a half earlier than what all the other ones were because everyone's like, oh, if, if Drew is getting attacked, I, yeah, we're not going. We are True. Not, I think uh, she also made a big announcement about it and the others were going to kind of like try to go quietly. And the, the WGA was like, uh-uh-uh, like, no. <laughs> I know. It really was not. Yeah. So everyone is just uh, pausing. But podcast, we're in full swing here. Speaking of people who tried to go quietly. <laughs> whoops. Truly. Yes. Whoops. So we have to talk about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and the s- controversy that has surrounded them. So much. And I mean, it's literally not like we, we're we not talking about all the times they go make headlines for like how they want to parent because there's random times like, <laughs> we don't shower. And everyone's like, I didn't need to know that. And I don't know why you're telling like, no, this is actually true crime Related. Oh, Jason. Also, also celebrities are wild because I'm like, don't admit that. (laughs) Like, I don't get why you just don't. You keep that to yourself. Keep it right, and or just tell each other. Tell each other. Yeah. To avoid, yeah. A podcast of two. It's your ears. (laughs) Yes. 
Okay, so um, Ashton and Mila have been in the hot seat lately, and Ashton recently resigned from the anti-sex trafficking organization he helped create, which was called Thorn. And what he did to resign was he emailed a letter. Very Carl Radke of him. Oof. Yes. Well, we have to investigate that crime, by the way. Uh, uh, the crime of wasting a woman's time yes. really should Sue be. Sue him for damages. <laughs> that should be something. You make this woman do an exclusive in a wedding dress. I mean, we'll get into that. For anybody who's not a Bravo fan, Google that. But also, I'm pretty sure Mariah Carey sued her ex-husband for like wasting her time. And I'm like, I should have been doing that for years on Hinge. I could be making <laughs> bank. And I think she kept the ring, too, which got blessed. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So Ashton emailed a letter saying, after my wife and I spent several days of listening, personal reflection, learning, and conversations with survivors and the employees and leadership at Thorn, I have determined the responsible thing for me to do is resign as chairman of the board, effective immediately. 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 So he went on to say that he can't allow his error in judgment to distract from the efforts of the organization. And he reminded fans that he's worked for 15 years to fight for people who are sexually exploited, noting that, quote, victims of sexual abuse have been historically silenced. I will say that is an interesting, right? Right. There's an interesting thing where he, because every celebrity, they really, Taylor Swift is, her writing, I feel, sometimes good examples of how celebrities act because they don't have it in themselves to go with grace. Because we'll get into, we all know, but we'll rehash why he is stepping down from this. But- the fact that he admits that he has to leave, but then he could have just ended it there. He could have just stopped there. I'm leaving the board effective immediately. We all decided this is the good thing to do. But he had to pat himself on the back a little bit. You know what I mean? Being like, I worked here for 15 years and people, victims are silenced. Well, to me, that's like that meme. I, is it I think you should leave where it's like the guy in the hot dog con- costume and it's like, we have to find who did this. <laughs> yeah, we need to find out who's silencing these p- victims. Um, we'll get to you, sir. Yeah. So uh, Kutcher, who co-founded the organization in 2012 alongside his then-wife, Demi Moore, went on to acknowledge that his character statement of Masterson, quote, is yet another painful instance of questioning victims who are brave enough to share their experiences. Yeah, boy. So why... Is he resigning? Um, I mean, I think we all know, but obviously this is in response to him and Mila's letters of support for Danny Masterson and his rape case, which were publicly revealed um, in their respective pleas to the judge overseeing Masterson's sentence. Kutcher called him a, quote, positive influence, a role model, and an extraordinarily honest and intentional human being. And what's also interesting about that is both he and Mila kind of took pains in their letter to emphasize that Masterson is drug-free and does not do drugs, which was very interesting consider that he was accused and ultimately convicted of drugging and raping women. Right. And it also, it felt like, A, with that, because of the crimes he was uh, hit with and like it came out that he did. But also, I'm like, how does that, I guess when you're trying to defend someone's character, you'll just say anything. But I'm like, that's not, he's... they weren't saying that he uses, like, you know what I mean? They weren't saying that, like, he smokes weed every day and this is why. It's like, no, this is his crime, so we don't really have to discuss his straight-edge lifestyle. Well, I feel like they were trying to say it without saying it. That's what you know. What, yeah, that's oh, what that people makes- think. That's my um, interpretation, but that's just my opinion, of course. Um, 
But they're like, he doesn't even know where to get drugs in Los Angeles, Hollywood, California as a Scientologist. How do you what are you talking about? Yeah, like that, I feel, is kind of the subtext. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. And then in his letter, Ashton went on to state he doesn't believe Masterson is, quote, an ongoing harm to society and argued that his nine-year-old daughter is being being raised without her father is a tertiary injustice in and of itself. That's the injustice going on here? Right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Mila also contributed to the letter. She called him uh, an amazing friend slash confidant and an outstanding older brother figure. It is. I'm just like, I also was like confidant was such an interesting choice of word here because now I'm like, why is that? Well, to me, because I'm like, oh, he shares everything with you. I don't I mean, now in my mind, when I was reading that, I was like, so you guys are so close that he tells you all this stuff, Mila. It makes me just kind of look at her in an even deeper way. Too. Oh, I I can see that too. You know what I mean? It was just the word choicing of that was really particular to me. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, once this letter leaked, they were faced with a ton of criticism and allegations of hypocrisy. I think mostly just because that he chairs this organization. Yeah. So then the two of them uploaded an Instagram video. I'm not going to call it an apologetic Instagram video, to be honest. And they... They said that they knew that their statements were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling, but they just said they support victims. They didn't like she didn't give any evidence. She was just like and she almost sounded like mad at everybody. Yeah. For the blowback. She was like, we support victims and have done this historically. No, they were annoyed to film it. And also, did yeah. you see someone? Um, it was on TikTok. They like, inc- like I was, they were, they, t- they like had the moment like on the screen. So you should listen deeply where it's her and him hitting the like button to click the next tab. So they're, cause they're just so clearly reading a statement. That's funny. I didn't see that, but I did see someone tweeted and like could pinpoint the exact room in their house where they filmed it. And by room, it's literally outside in front of their pool. Yeah. Like tr- <laughs> so when nice. they were like, you can't do an architectural digest and then have, cause you, the room, the wall, it was like, just you know, like a gray wall. Yeah. They're like, I guess this is low key. This is chill. Oh no, we know where that is. That's so funny. Uh, and they also added that these letters were intended for the judge. And I guess their lawyers didn't tell them that these things are public record. So that's a common thread, but I feel like, what do we say? Like, uh, say it. Forget it, write it, regret write it, it regret live it. every mm-hmm. day like it's going to become part of a court deposition. Like <laughs> that second one, I definitely got from Home Goods. <laughs> that is, yeah. You know what? They should start selling that in the Calabasas Home Goods for all these celebrities to have under lock and key for the daily. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't put it in writing unless you want to read it court. And also, why would you expect? Like, I, there's interesting layers to that because it's like court documents just like really do like they become accessible because it's a court. And I don't know if people are like, my letter shouldn't count for that because that's just to the judge. It's like, but it's for I think the you overall- think that you're writing a private letter to the judge. I think that's I- the impression that these people are getting. And it's it's like, it's not read to the jury, right? Mm-hmm. The judge reads it privately. But yeah, it just does become a matter of public record. Yeah. But it's not, it's also like someone has to go looking for it. It doesn't like automatically get uploaded to the internet or something. Oh. Like you have to- go into Pacer and blah, 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 or whatever the case may be. Like, you have to go looking for it. 
exactly. But, but if it's you're like a celebrity, thing, like, people will look for it. I was gonna say it's like a lot of people like leave tips, either good or bad, at restaurants. If you're a celebrity, people are gonna like put on Twitter if you tipped good or bad, though. So it's just you so just, true. Yeah. So true. So we didn't cover it but while, while it was happening, but Danny Masterson, uh, actor, Scientologist, was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for raping two women in 2003. There was a third accuser whose case was ultimately dismissed. But from all this, the floodgates really did open in the court of public opinion on Ashton and Mila. More eyes are on Ashton, like obviously him resigning from Thorne. And it was... A big thing, people even just pulled up old clips of, like, punk and stuff like that, where he would be talking about, like, wanting, like, Hillary Duff, the Olsen twin celebrities to, like, turn 18 and just kind of, like, skeevy things along those lines. So just really changing the way people are looking at him. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Like we said, um, celebrities did not realize, I guess, in 2023 that their letters of court can and will be posted to social media accounts and The Shade Room and uh, TMZ, but they have been. Uh, one example of that is Iggy Azalea, also from this year, and we're, this happened a few months ago, but there's an update to the case, so we're going to touch on that at the end of this section. I don't know if Iggy got canceled, because I don't know if she is relevant enough in 2023 to be canceled a hundred percent no like uh no <laughs> when i when i was like people are asking iggy to write letters they're not even asking her to write songs anymore <laughs> they never asked her to write songs <laughs> no <laughs> we're like please stop no shade to fancy but that was charlie xcx she she, she made that song what it is she made Let's that song. me and sarah are not just trashing imagine <laughs> not quite but in case you missed it she faced backlash also this year after it was revealed that she wrote a letter of support for Tory Lanez, who was sentenced for the shooting of Megan Thee Stallion. And she went so far. She didn't do a video outside of a pool. Right? Because, again, I, th- I this this felt like a, a more niche incident. And I don't think anybody, like, was really clamoring. Her writing the letter? Yeah, because I feel no one was, like, shocked that Iggy would be disappointing them. I guess, I guess everyone's like, and also like Iggy ain't trending. No one's like clicking on an article. Well, where yeah, it's like, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't think the Associated Press was writing about it. So she didn't have to do like a video. Yeah. Because it's like Ashton disappointed us. The guy from that 70s show. It's like Iggy disappointed. No, she has been disappointing. Not like, have you heard her last album? No, you haven't. Exactly. Has anybody? <laughs> has anyone. So she went on to tweet a listicle. She's bringing back 2014. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She's BuzzFeed. Move over. <laughs> She's BuzzFeed. In. So she said, for the record, I have not been in touch with Tori for months. I have no reason to be, but I do wish him well. So it's interesting. I'm like, why did you write a letter for someone you haven't talked to for months? Interesting. You're not even close with. Well, was and he then- in jail or was he out on bail? 
Well, on this, still, I mean, uh, still, still, I mean, you're you're writing him a character statement. You think like you're not? I don't think you're going to like people you talked to years ago to be like for actual help with a character. You know what I mean? And if you are, that's the answer to your character. Mm, yeah, <laughs> maybe you have no one reason you guys. And then she says, "I don't support anyone." The whole thing is full of oddities. My never, my letter never mentioned anything in regards to what happened that night. The interesting bullet point too, because like. But it's in relation to what happened that night. You know what I mean? I understand where she's trying to defend herself there, but it's tricky. Well, I get it. It's like this is part of the justice system is these kinds of letters. And, letters. you know, yeah. someone has to write them. And then she if said she to- was in like a anti-violence or like the presence of an anti-violence organization, that would be so like, you know, to draw a similar parallel. That we would be like- incredibly sus. But it's funny, they were working out a song together around this time, too. So she's like, guys. Wait, Iggy I'm- and Megan? No, 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 no. Iggy and uh, Tori. Ugh, gross. Okay. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, um, I'm sure Iggy has DM'd Megan for collabs. I was going to say, like, wow, I can't believe, I I can't believe you would, you know, trash no. that opportunity. Megan, Megan is doing bongos with Cardi. That's she's just true. fine. That's true. Her messages uh, are left on, on red. Yeah, on la- red. Uh, leave his text on red. Leave his balls on blue, as Cardi B once said. Oh. <laughs> uh, number three, Iggy said, I was told this was for a judge only, <laughs> yet it's being discussed in public. <laughs> I never wanted to publicly comment. So again, whoever is Iggy's legal guidance, I guess, did not realize, let them know that your name is searchable enough that this would happen. This is kind of funny. Like, I, I don't blame her. <laughs> this is funny. No, there are. Um, exactly. Yeah. So she said, I am. I am not in support of throwing away anyone's life if we can give reasonable punishments that are rehabilitative instead. I support prison reform, period. A, a, a good, that was, four we'll take as a, as a better statement from her. Uh, and then five, she said she was asked to write about her genuine experience and the type of punishment she deserves. Uh, it's not really that interesting, but I understand why it's being sensationalized. And then she finished it. See you next week to discuss pizza toppings, I suppose. LOL. That's funny. Well, what's funny is her letter was like basically talking about how she, how famous she is in the music industry, how much people love Tory Lanez's music, and how she has a job lined up for him as her executive producer when he mm. gets out. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, that's odd. I think. No, that is very... Like, that, Ronner, no, that... his music slaps. <laughs> How, like, like uh, anything else, Ronner? No, just that. Yeah. Like, that uh, part was weird. It was very, But she very... also did say, like, how nice he was and blah, blah, blah. But the part about the music was interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, because the entire... Le- and people did rip the letter apart, too, just for, like... Spelling things and everything like that. Spelling? Oh, man. I know. Which I'm like... The lawyer doesn't have Grammarly? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Not even. Just spell check. It's in Google Docs now. And like you were saying, you understand that this is Iggy's letter for him, but it's just like the complete, obviously, 180 of what um, Megan was saying throughout all this. And remember, this was drawn on like since 2020, so it had a really long time of going through the mud so much public play out and everything like that where it was like so hard for meg and everything and she even that's one of the reasons i think one of the many reasons why she didn't come to court to like make like a final statement 
in person, but she asked the judge, David Harriford, not to take that as a sign of indifference and urged him to issue a stiff sentence to Tory. Sentencing hearings typically take a few hours, but the, the judge allowed attorneys for each side to argue factors for the potential sentence, allowing like several witnesses to come through and talk about his childhood trauma, his six-year-old son. Because that was, do you remember during this time, like Tory, he would show up to court with like the kid on his back and everything like that, really milking like the photo ops and everything. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are talking about all this just because there's an update. Last week, he was denied bond recently and is set to serve a 10-year sentence in state prison. And in a new, mo- yeah, so in the new motion filed this week by Unite the People, attorney Crystal Morgan, uh, the lawyers requested for the judge to halt his prison sentence during his appeal process to allow him to live in LA or in the LA area with his wife and six-year-old son. Uh, according to the court reporter, Megan Kuniff, who really like was like the Twitter correspondent for all this like the go-to girl i would always get updates from her and uh the bond was denied so to round out these celebrity updates we have to talk about russell brand he's been accused of sexually assaulting four women and just as a disclaimer we're recording this september 18th so this is this is right after the uh, allegations dropped but there might be updates since then So among a number of things, it's been revealed that TV executives allegedly considered removing all female staff from shows he was on over fears they'd be assaulted or harassed versus removing the person doing the assaulting or harassing. It's also because obviously the term like open secret gets used so much, especially in Hollywood and just like in like these celebrity situations. But how is it? such an open secret that it's like open staffing situation like this where it's like, oh, we actually have to fire you because, you know, Russell's doing the show. And also it's a thing for like the female staffers who put in so much time and work to like work at a job that there's like their dream job probably in TV and like to get there. And then they need to not work there because the company is not trying to protect them. Wild, wild. So this comes as four women accused Brand 48 of uh, sexually assaulting and abusing them during the height of his fame between 2006 and 2013. This is according to this huge joint investigation published Saturday by the Times of London and Channel 4 Dispatches. Mm -hmm. And just as a trigger warning, uh, we're going to discuss some allegations of sexual assault and abuse. So, you know, just turn the podcast off if that is triggering for you. One woman who was identified in the bombshell report as Alice claimed that Brand groomed and sexually abused her when she was 16. Then there was also um, a work meeting where Brand was pitched to host a television show, but people raised concerns about his behavior. Um, And while his conduct was supposedly an open secret in the entertainment industry, He continued to get opportunities by UK broadcasters, including Channel 4. And in 2019, he appeared on a celebrity edition of Bake Off. Oh, not Bake Off on the channel. Well, don't they have a... They they always find themselves in some shit, those Bake Off people. Well, I just read that our beloved Noel is good friends with Russell Brand, and there are some interesting things there. This is why I don't cook. Not my feel-good baking show. Nothing good comes from anything. Right, right. So he appeared on the celebrity edition of this show and baked biscuits inspired by his wife's genitals. I, I mean, I, that's just gross. Like, whatever. That 
whatever. Days after the expose was published, he took the stage at London's Troubadour Wembley Park Theater on Saturday, which is the stop in his, he's doing a stand-up comedy tour. He said, I've got a lot of things to talk to you about. There are obviously some things that I absolutely cannot talk about, and I appreciate that you will understand. Oh, like He said to a sold-out crowd, according to The Independent. Isn't that, oh, I'm sure, because this is the thing, and like we'll finish what he's talking about, but I'm sure if this is a continued tour, they'll still be sold out. No, I'm sure. I mean, unless venues start canceling, but if it's sold out, like, like I don't really know if they will do that. They, they, they've, Chris D'Elia has been pretty busy, I think, for years to come. At, yeah, Louis C.K. has been doing fine. Winning <laughs> winning Grammys. Winning Grammys. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah doing yeah, fine. Yeah. So police in England urged other potential victims to come forward, and he is dropped by his agent, according to The Independent, and his agent learned of the allegations from the 16-year-old three years ago, but continued to represent Brand until the report was released. The agent claims he was horribly misled by Brand, according to Deadline. Smells like he was like, oh, now it's brewing to the top, and I don't, now I need to cover my bases after cashing some more checks, and not he was being misled, but. Yeah. Um, And Russell did a video on social media basically denying everything before the expose came out um and his video i think is titled so this is happening like truly just truly giving hi ukulele video oh my god my tiny skinny little back yeah yeah youtube oh my god God. (laughs) how the process of celebrity posts and stuff because you have to not only film it then have it edited a little bit then type out the title realize that is the title and send it out. You have to do so many steps. Yeah. In the video, Russell says, amidst this litany of astonishing, rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute, saying that the claims stem from a time he was very, very promiscuous, which he said he wrote about extensively in my books. I mean, yeah, he's written about his sex addiction and also addiction issues before. And he says that during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I mean, these women are saying otherwise obviously and also the, the the ages are so drastically different for so many of us as well too yeah yeah so it's, i mean it's all, yeah and it seems like a, a lot of people were saying too that because he released that video a day and a half before the bombshell investigation piece came out so people were even also kind of like you were so aware of it and you wanted to get so ahead of it that but you, his lawyers didn't even like respond for to comment. comment like they it. didn't comment. They didn't give anything. And he said that there's evidence that like directly refutes what's in the investigation or it's in the report. But the outlets asked for that information and the lawyers did not respond. So, so if you think you can do all that, why aren't you doing that instead of going on YouTube to try to get your fans riled up? Well, yeah, because he's trying to get his fans riled up. Yeah, no, exactly. Because he's like, he's like, oh, I can sway. He has seen this film before so many times. He's like, well, let me take a play out of all the other rule books of people that have been in this way, and then probably win a big award in three years. Hopefully, this happens differently, but we'll see. Totally. On that depressing note. On that depressing note, yeah. Like Sarah said, this was recorded literally a week ago, so I'm sure there will be updates from there. But we will be monitoring. That case, um, I think Ash and Amila are out. I think they're going to just go to an island for a little bit. and I think so, too. Go quiet for a while. 
That's fine. They, you know what? Everybody is really, I feel like even uh, the Jimmy Fallon mess and everything like that, which is not a crime, but just like celebrities mm. news. The strike for the really rich and famous is really helping them out because they don't have to comment on anything on the big platforms because they don't have to promote anything. So they don't have to do interviews. And like Jimmy Fallon, everyone's like, he's going to have to answer this on his talk show that's on pause until February, probably, where everyone's going to forget about anything. Yeah. And yet they're still in controversy. So this is really where I, I think the note we have to end it on is the Lady Gaga tweet that holds up. Fame is a disease or fame is a prison. It's like, because what are you doing? How are you? How do these people act like this? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. For Ashton and Mila. For Iggy, I don't think she's really in the fame game anymore. And Russell is just disgusting and heartbreaking. And we will keep tabs on that. But uh, until next week, I guess. Until next week. Be sure to join the Facebook group, Not Another True Crime group, or you can follow the account on Instagram, Not Another True Crime. You can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameem. You can follow me at Cash Virginia, Cash with a K. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a very fun episode. Not Another True Crime podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Rebecca Sosmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at Not Another True Crime on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and send all of your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.